0: You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge, and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear. Then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall.
1: Welcome wealth builders to podcast number 45. Know what is and is not covered in your auto and homeowner's insurance. You know, today we're gonna do things a little bit different. I've invited a guest. He's gonna be our jungle guide to guide us through the murky waters of property and casualty insurance or what we call PNC insurance. our jungle of property and casualty insurance. We've invited Mr. Kevin Patton in today. He's the owner of Patent Insurance Agency. And I'm hoping he's going to be able to build upon the things we've talked about over the last few years in regards to the foundation of building wealth and that the foundation must be protection. And I think Kevin's the right person to uh, break it down and explain it to you in a way that you can understand. we definitely in the way that I can understand. So I'm only going to speak for myself. But without further ado, let's welcome in Mr. Kevin Patton. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Now, Kevin, I am so appreciative of you taking the time to join us on this podcast today where we're talking about know what is and is not covered on your health auto homeowners and disability income insurance. And I thought, who can I talk to who can explain this in a way that people can understand it and also be in a position to take care of them if they want to find someone to help them cover the shortage in regards to their property and cash insurance. So I said, I got to call Kevin. Kevin's the man.
2: <laughs> well, I thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it.
1: Well, I appreciate you being on the call. So, so tell me, first of all, let's hear a little bit about, uh, who you are and what you do, what service your company provides for the public?
2: I've been fortunate to be a servant of many people in many ways. And the area of service that I've found that I do best is protecting the things that mean most to people, whether it's their car, their house, their, their life, or even their income. So I've been a protector of many, and I, I just love serving. And being in the insurance industry has given me the platform to do that consistently over the years.
1: Okay. Okay. And and there's a certain specialty that you have inside the, the whole industry of insurance. What areas do you mostly specialize in?
2: We specialize in four main areas, and that would be the homeowners and business insurance, automobile insurance, disability income, and life insurance. Those are the four areas that we help the majority of our clients protect the things that are important to them.
1: Okay, great, great. We were talking to clients uh, in one of our last podcasts about the ideal of protection in general, it being a the foundation of your wealth building process. Uh, before you do anything, you have to protect your assets and protect your ability to earn a living. So if you can take some time to talk about what insurance are best insurance is a best position to first, A, protect the person's life, their income, and their property.
2: Being that you help a lot of people grow their assets, we don't want them to have to spend it on the things that they could protect for a minimal amount, Mm -hmm. such as their home. The home is one of the greatest assets our customers and, and people throughout our country will ever own. We look at insurance as a way to 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 leverage that cost to protect that home. Pennies on the dollar, you're protecting your major asset instead of using your financial assets that you help your customers with. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with the vehicle. We help people protect their vehicles, whether that's if they cause harm to someone else or if there's damage to their individual vehicle. And let me give you an example. If you're riding down the, freeways of Houston, Texas, and you cause harm or damage to someone else's vehicle and bodily injury, you want to make sure that you have the proper protection to protect you and your assets so the individual that you cause property damage to or harm, that individual will not come against your assets, but you'll have insurance in place to help protect you in that event. In addition to that, I always ask people, if death happened prematurely, what do they have in place so that their home won't get repossessed, their vehicles won't go back to the bank, and that their family can have protection for their financial future? That's where life insurance comes into place. And finally, I ask a lot of customers and a lot of people that I see throughout the community, if you became sick hurt, or couldn't work due to an illness or accident, what do you have in place to protect your income? We're always protecting our vehicles. We, we protect our jewelry. We protect our homes. But our greatest, one of our greatest assets is our income. So how are we protecting our income? So when it comes to the home, we want to make sure we're properly protecting it. When it comes to our vehicles, the same thing as well as our life, which is our greatest asset, our life and our ability to create an income. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Now let me ask you, what would you say is one of the, or some of the, biggest misunderstandings that people have regarding their insurance coverages, such as you know, you're in a wreck, you wreck your car, it's not your fault. What do people think are covered that turns out is not covered? Or what is it that they think is not covered that is covered? What, what are the biggest misconceptions or misunderstandings?
2: One of the largest misunderstandings, a lot of automobile insurance carriers have truly commoditized the insurance industry. And that has caused the lack of education, especially when something catastrophic happens. To give you an example, when people get into an accident, most people will say, I have full coverage. Everything should be handled. And what I've learned, I've learned to ask people at the worst case scenario, if you hit someone or you cause bodily injury to someone in your vehicle, how much of it do you want the insurance company to pay for? And people will always tell me, I want the insurance company to pay all of it. (laughs) And then I take a look at their actual insurance policy. And over 78% of the people in Texas have minimal liability limits. And when I speak of liability limits, it's the coverage that protects you if you hit someone else. In our state of Texas, the limits of liability are $30,000 for bodily injury and $25,000 if they cause damage to someone's vehicle. And in our great state, most people's vehicle are worth more than Mm $25,000. And when people get hurt, there's a great chance that it'll be more than $30,000 to take care of anyone that was injured in that vehicle. So we like to educate on understanding the limits of liability, which the saying I have full coverage is one of those great misleading I think myths that you speak of yes sir
1: yeah and and I, I'm sure that a lot of people are trying to get the premium costs down as low as they can by a uh, getting a, a, as low a coverage as they possibly can hoping that they will keep their costs down not considering the deductible if you I tell clients all the time if you have a proper amount of cash reserves then you can afford to carry a higher deductible on your homeowners and your auto insurance but if you don't have that cash, and that ab- accident happens, it may be tough for you to come up with that $1,000 deductible if that's what you chose. Uh, so, can you speak on that? What's, what's the best way to go in regards to deductibles and overall coverages?
2: Well, I truly applaud you for educating your clients in that fashion. And I say that because you can control your deductible. And by leveraging that in reference to the premium, of the overall protection you have, it's a great way because that's a fixed cost. That's a cost you know. If you set your deductible at a thousand, no matter what happens in that accident, you know the only thing you're going to be responsible for is that one thousand dollars. When it comes to understanding how to leverage that to get the proper protection on your liability coverage, it it helps with the premium. One of those additional myths, people think lowering your liability limits will actually lower your premium. Well, the more liability protection you purchase, the lower the cost is per $1,000. For example, someone who has $30,000 of liability limits which is the state minimum for the state of Texas, their price per $1,000 of coverage is a lot higher than a person that has $250,000 of coverage.
1: Just the opposite of what
2: you might think. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So what you're sharing with your clients, get a higher deductible, that's very wise.
1: Okay, now another thing that comes up oftentimes, especially here lately, because I've noticed a trend of some insurance companies are uh, really bumping up the rebuild cost of your home. And that really pushes up the premium cost of your insurance. Can you speak on this whole idea of covering your home and then the cost of rebuilding your home and what they would see is today's dollars? Because it seems like your home might be worth a half a million, but the insurance company is saying, OK, to rebuild your home is going to be eight hundred thousand. So you're going to get coverage to, to cover that amount. What are your thoughts on
2: that? Thank you for asking that. What we have witnessed in the industry, there are three types of values for our home. One type of value would be the market cost, meaning in certain markets, we can sell our home for certain dollar amounts. That doesn't mean it's the correct value of the home. Uh, maybe Three or four years ago, the value of our home, as far as what we could sell it for, was a lot less than what we could sell it for today in the market. Meaning, I may have had a house valued at one hundred and fifty thousand, but today I can sell it for two hundred and twenty thousand. That doesn't mean the market that that doesn't mean the proper value is that two twenty. Nor did it mean. A few years ago, the proper value was 150. So you have a market value that most people look at. In addition, you have the appraisal value. That's when someone comes out and appraises your house and they discover that it's valued compared to other homes. And finally, you do have the insurance replacement cost value. What this is, the insurance company pretty much stick builds your home, meaning they look at in any catastrophic situation, what it will cost to actually rebuild your home. Just like you were saying, that price sometimes is a little bit more than the value because you think about it. Usually when something happens to our homes, it's in catastrophic situations. There are more catastrophic situations than individual situations. So when catastrophic events happen, prices increase in the industry, labor costs increases, material costs increases. And because of that, and you have less contractors available to handle the masses that have been affected by our catastrophic events. So the insurance companies, we use a replacement cost tool that allows us to rebuild your home and put you back to where you were before that loss.
1: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And and with that being said, how often should a person meet with their insurance professional to review whether or not they have the proper amount of coverage on the home and the auto and other uh, assets?
2: I would suggest that an individual, a family, meet with their insurance representative, their insurance agent, their whoever represents their insurance needs, I would suggest at a minimum once per year. Mm-hmm. And I say that because we do annual reviews for our existing customers and new customers. Whether you have protection with our offices or not, we assist people with that. But I suggest annually And we're always available whenever someone needs us, if there's a rate change, not necessarily a rate increase or decrease, but just a rate change. We always like to communicate that with our customers in order to see what best fits their budget and best fits their household needs at the time. But overall, once a year, almost like a doctor's checkup is what I recommend to review your homeowner policy. automobile policy and any other things that you may not have currently just to identify any gaps in coverages. Gotcha. And speaking
1: of gaps, I've been telling my clients for years, it's important to look into umbrella insurance. Can you explain what that means and what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yes, sir. And just like you said, an umbrella, if you think of what an umbrella does, it protects your complete self from getting wet when you're out in the elements. You still- well put, <laughs> well put. <laughs> yes, sir. And I always tell people, when you go outside and you know it's raining, you're probably gonna have on a raincoat, you're gonna have on your shirt, you're gonna have on your pants, you're gonna have on your shoes, but this umbrella covers it all. So our umbrella policy, if you have a home, you have liability protection on your home, If you drive a vehicle, you have liability protection on your vehicle. Well, imagine if you cause harm to somebody, this is an additional amount of coverage that protects you no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing in the scope of your life. So it's an umbrella of protection over your existing protections that you have in place.
1: And the amazing thing about it is it's very inexpensive.
2: Definitely. I've to give you an idea, I've seen that for a million, we do from a million to whatever your heart desires. I think the largest umbrella I've done has been about thirty-five million dollars. Mm-hmm. The the smallest umbrella is one million. And there's anywhere in between. I quoted a five million dollar umbrella policy for a customer between the ages i think he and his wife were between 40 and 58 years old between the two of them and their family and it only cost them about a little bit over 350 bucks a year so that protection is worth it and that was a five million dollar umbrella policy wow
1: and, you know, you're going to say to yourself, well, I'm never going to. You, you never know, because this is a society that, that loves litigation. So people will sue you for looking at them wrong. So, it's, and it, it's,
2: it. yes. And if you don't mind me adding, I think anyone that owns a home, anybody that has a retirement account or anybody that has anything to lose should get an umbrella policy. I always think about educators they are exposed to so much litigation on a daily basis because of what they do their umbrella policy in addition to whatever the school department school districts offer their umbrella policy would assist with that and in addition to some people's professional insurance if they're doing something personal because we call it a personal liability umbrella policy Mm -hmm. This will still defend and protect them when they're doing things personally. Mm -hmm. And it'll help protect their legal liability in the event of their professional aspect of life. And this also
1: covers people who are on a nonprofit board of directors, and those things as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Kevin, I tell you what, this has been a whole bucket of knowledge that my listeners can hopefully benefit from and I just want to thank you again for coming on the show and sharing some of your 28 years of knowledge in the property and casualty the insurance industry and how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to retain your services
2: well because they are your listeners Mr. Marshall <laughs> I'm going to give them I really want to give them my personal cell phone number and this is not something that I normally do but because of how you have affected people and how you continue to affect people over the years you've been doing what you do, I want to give them that personal cell phone number. And that number is 281-253-3550. And I'll repeat that. That's 281-253-3550. And we can handle people virtually. We have offices in the 610 area, the Bel Air area. We have offices out in Fort Bend County. So we we try to be available to people. And we're also licensed in the great state of Louisiana, which is our neighboring state. Yes, sir. That's that's
1: the hotline. If you when you in when you're in trouble, in doubt, just call that number. You'll get the man, <laughs> the best, the legend himself, Kevin Patton on the line. Well, but thank I, you. Yes, now sir. thank you so much for being on the show. And I hope I get to see you soon. Maybe we can get on the golf course and and hit a few balls.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: All right. Take care. Well, all right. All right. All right. That was some good information. That information sticks to your rib. Thank you, Kevin, for making it plain and breaking it down so that we can really understand what we need to be looking for in PNC coverage. And and hopefully our listeners will reach out to you and have you Deal with their specific situation as to what kind of coverage they need. So listen, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. And as always, keep building wealth. Peace.
0: You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall wealth instagram marshall wealth linkedin james marshall and on youtube james marshall financial educator email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com thank you for listening and remember we build wealth one family at a time
1: you can i teach you how to save don't waste your money but bank your money don't spend your ends i teach you how to save your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends so i teach you how to save rule number one if it ain't
2: making money it ain't making sense